0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: To the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm broadcasting simultaneously on face, my Carol Tuttle Facebook channel. Welcome. I do this show every week from 1 p.m. to 1.45 p.m. Mountain Time. I'm available for your questions to call in. What are your parenting questions? Today we're talking about five mistakes the type one mom makes. So whether you're actively in the process of raising your children or you're at uh, a parent, a type 1 mom of adult children, you're going to learn some great things today. I just had somebody say I am, I may be broadcasting, it says I'm broadcasting. So we're going with this because uh, one of my uh, supports just said she didn't see me on Facebook, but I say, oh, here I am. Hi, everybody. This is all new. Facebook Live is a new feature, so subscribe in the upper right-hand corner if you want to get connected to getting notifications about when I'm going live on Facebook. I will be broadcasting the first part, the first 10 minutes of the Child Whisper podcast um, pretty much every Monday. You can hear the main content, and then this is a call-in show. You can call in at 347-677-1963 with your parenting questions. And today we're focusing on some mistakes Type One moms make that actually put them at a disadvantage in the lives of their children. I have some. Uh, we we ran this last week, but due to technical difficulties, the podcast did not get recorded. So we're we're going for it again, and actually we're going to run a series next week. I'll be talking about two mom makes, and we'll go to Type Three, and then we'll go to Type Four. And so today, let's look at those five mistakes. Also, as when I go off air from Facebook, you can click on the link to continue listening live, or you can call in and listen live or ask a question. And I will be giving away Dressing Your Truth course to one of my Type 1 mommy fans. If you're a mom, Type 1 mom and you would love the Dressing Your Truth course, that's my giveaway today. You need to call into the show, and if you're selected from our callers, you will win that. The only criteria is that you're a Type 1 mom and you're ready to just go to the next level with living your truth by dressing your truth. I'm going to start with a success story, then we're going to get into today's topic about how to change these mistakes so that your children trust and love you and really have confidence in you as their type 1 mommy. But the success story um, came in from a type 4 mom. She says, I'm a type 4 and my type 3 5-year-old daughter cut her hair very short, halfway around her head. My instant thoughts were, how will I put her hair up for dance? I don't think this is fixable. Thank goodness school pictures already happened. Instead of saying any of that, I walked away to regroup. I came back and asked her why she did it. She said she wanted short hair. I told her that she just had to ask for it, and I would have let her get her hair cut short. That night, I found several pictures of little girls with short haircuts. The next day after kindergarten, I showed her all the pictures and let her pick one. Instead of pushing the idea of society about what little girl hair should look like, I let her express her own. I was worried people would mistake her for a boy and that it would hurt her feelings, but she still looks like a little girl, just a sassy, spunky little girl, I'm very proud of how I responded to this incident. Thank you. And I love that this mom understood her type three daughter's nature was very different than her own type four nature. And she gave herself that moment to regroup and know how to approach that with correction, with support, and with guiding that child to a positive outcome rather than getting upset in the moment and blowing, you know, losing it and then disciplinary action. There was an opportunity there. She saw and she went with it because she understood her nature. So if you're new to the child whispering world, start here with my book, The Child Whisperer. Go to thechildwhisperer.com and get going with becoming that child whispering parent. So the um, five mistakes that type one moms make. The first one is lacking follow through or not doing what she says she will do and this is very hard on your children, especially your type twos and your type four children. When you speak an idea, speak something that you, your children, or you lead your children to believe, something's going to happen, something's going to come, there's something that you've initiated, and then there's no follow through. And one of my uh, type four listeners shared some of her experience with With that, her mom's a type 1, and she said that her mom, from this is from the language of a type 4 child. My mom made promises that she didn't keep from promising new cars, computers, and opportunities or experiences she didn't have the means to provide, to promise, and she never followed through on them. And she also, they ended up getting a divorce years later. That's a big one to promise your children. I'm not suggesting that. You know, it's just those are delicate matters that uh, life plays out and to build these things up and not be able to follow through is going to put you at a disadvantage if you're a type 1 mom. Of course, your motive is to give them hope, to want them to have excitement. And then... Her mom. She knew that when her mom grounded her, that it was a very loose grounding and she could easily manipulate her way out of her mother following through on that. My type one daughter speaks to this as well, that when she chooses a disciplinary action, she needs to make sure she'll follow through because she knows her tendency to be easily talked out of it or to, Lighten up eventually and decide that's not important, but that sends a message to your children that you do not mean business when it comes to disciplining them appropriately For as a consequence when you say that will be the consequence. So make sure that you do that with real inspiration so that you follow through. The number two mistake Kaipun moms can make is adapting too much and losing sight of her lightness she becomes a very serious mother. She becomes a very structured mother. There is a place for seriousness and structure in every mother's world. But in the world of a type one woman and a type one mom, if it squeezes out and eliminates all the lightness and playful energy, you will be operating in a very bossy, very erratic way because you're not sustaining your lightness. And I, uh, uh, Another story came in from a child of a type one mom, and this child shared that her type one mom didn't have strong opinions about things. She tried to she what she thought quickly and agreed with me. So see, she she just would adapt to whatever her child she thought her child wanted to support them. But this led to the child getting frustrated and shutting down. Not feeling that she was really being true to herself and adapting and not maintaining her own light opinion about things and her lightness in her conversation to stay true to herself. She rather tried, she adapted to her children to the point where the child wasn't experiencing their mother fully. And you can often let your children create the tone of the house and you're not affecting the mood of the home with your own energy Mm because all households are typically a combination of all four types, and there needs to be a happy mix of that being expressed that you can often lose your own nature with the others dominating that are in your family. So check that out in yourself. The number three mistake is lacking consistency that children often require in order to build character and a work ethic. Now, this is different than the first one of lacking follow-through. They may seem similar, but they actually build on each other. When you lack follow-through, you can't create consistency. And I received this story from a child of a type 1 mom. Um, She writes, one day, my type 1 mom gave us a consequence for something, and the next day, that same thing would go unnoticed. Legos on the floor is unnoticed one day, and the next day, it's a capital crime. We got an allowance whether we actually did our chores or not. There was not consistency. And then another child wrote in, I took ballet, tap, and jazz, and piano lessons, and I participated in soccer, basketball, softball, volleyball, and campfire drills. I never knew why I was doing all of those activities, and looking back, I would have preferred that she noticed my gift for what was true to my nature and enrolled me in extracurricular activities that were supportive to me. And this is something that we default, all type mothers will default to putting their children often in activities that are more the mom's nature than the child. So knowing your child's type gives you that advantage to enroll them in extracurricular activities. I am guilty of this as well. I put Anne, my type 2 daughter, in softball and more athletic extracurricular activities and she would have loved to be in ballet and dance classes. And it was a missed opportunity because I didn't understand her type two nature. I was influenced more by mine. But in that number three, lacking consistency. So what you need to follow through on, your nature is to be more spontaneous, to have a quality of randomness, to connect and disconnect. You want to stay alive in that. You're not overriding it. It's just being discerning and aware of what functions in my parenting and in managing our household support our children that require more consistency from me? That might be a short list, and that's okay. Make it a short list. If you try and create consistency with everything, you'll fail. So with your personal your personal pursuits, there's more room for changing your mind, being consistent, shifting to something else. Do less of that with your children. What do your children require of you that really builds trust and connection? What few things are asking for consistency? Everyone has type four energy in them that really drives that ability to be consistent. It's type two energy that helps us stay consistent. Draw on those energies to put in place What functions of your parenting and running your household really support your children by being consistent? Be inspired. Pray about that. What can you be shown that will support your children? So it doesn't mean not being your truth. It means being aware of where you have some tendencies that will interfere with a really optimal parenting experience if your type one nature is not managed appropriately in the appropriate settings, these beautiful outcomes. The number four mistake is not making time to experience and enjoy your own bright energy, your playfulness. You get lost in that structure because you go from this, you know, it's like parenting requires structure and parenting requires repetition to it does to a degree to what degree is that required in your family not to the degree that it completely snuffs out your light what do you put in place on a day-to-day basis on a week-to-week basis that that nurtures your type 1 energy of animation socializing exploring new opportunities something to look forward to if that's not put in place on a weekly basis you're losing The proper nourishment your energy requires to be sustained in a happy place. Something to look forward to. Look at your calendar. Where is that happening? You often have a practice of people putting everybody else's needs before your own. This can cause a big problem because you lose yourself. Your health can take a hit and you're not able to give your best, your bright light, your hope, when you've been neglecting your own self. Take a note of that and it's a it's a something you need to remind yourself of frequently. So I love our dressing your truth community and our child whispering community. They're in our Facebook groups. There are private Facebook groups for both our Dressing Your Truth members and those of you that have read The Child Whisper, you can join Facebook groups. They are designed based on each of the four types that you get support from each other in these spaces to remind each other yes I need to do that because you get distracted and forget to take care of yourself and the number five mistake is you too often slow your energy down in an attempt to be more deliberate in your life and you'll lose sight and connection with yourself and that's not being a good role model of living your truth and being that role model for your children And so, if you're trying to please your children, you'll, again, not come from your own core energy. Your reference to who you need to be is placed from an outside perception of who does this person or child need me or want me to be, not who am I. I'm constant in that expression of my true self, and I bring it to my role as a mother. And... Really remembering what a bright light you are and to bring that to your children. I have this fun story. My type 1 daughter who has a type 4 oldest son, when she was being a little silly with him but appropriately fun and playful with him and a little with some other family members around. And she he took her aside and she acknowledged his feelings, that he was a little stressed by her expression. And uh, Seth said to Jenny, Mom you know I'm more serious than you. And she replied, yes, Seth, I know that. And I respect that in you. This is an eight-year-old, mind you. And she said, and Seth, you know I'm more silly than you. And you'll probably be rolling your eyes at me going, oh, my silly mother, even when you're 20. And he laughed, and they connected, and it was an opportunity for them to be different and be acknowledged. And and. Again, she's learning how to maintain her own true expression of self in that role of motherhood that can be so demanding and requires so much of, of women. So what an opportunity to check in with each of these five. Check yourself, where are you at with these? And don't try and change all of them. Pick one and apply the information and feedback for making the changes you need to so that you're not you know, getting the negative side effects from these mistakes, okay? So now I'm going to go off air in a moment. I'm going to click, if you want to keep listening, call into the number in the copy or click on the link that will take you to my Block talk radio um, page. And we're going to keep talking. I've got some great questions I'm going to answer. We've got callers that have called in. And we're going to be giving away one Dressing Your Truth course to a type 1 mother. Uh, the question, I, the first question I'm going to answer is this. Hi, I'm a type one mom, and my daughter was born at 34 weeks because my water broke sp- spontaneously. She stayed in the NICU for the first 16 days. She was also born with some health challenges, and I'm wondering how to best support her. She's already had one surgery and will require a couple more. There might be some activity restrictions and she gets, as she gets older due to these challenges. She's a type 1 and currently 7 months old. Like some, I would like some ideas of how to best raise her knowing that she may be a little different on the outside. But on the inside, she's obviously so valuable. Also, do babies who have spent time in the NICU or in frequent medical settings have issues that I should be aware of? Thank you. So Keep listening. I'm going to answer that. I'm going to say goodbye to my Facebook Live. Subscribe on iTunes. You'll get notifications and you'll be able to get the uh, podcast sent to your, sent to you every week. You just look up uh, Carol Tuttle on iTunes and you can subscribe. Thanks for watching everyone on Facebook. All right, Blog Talk fans. Uh, My answer to this question is Don't get overly concerned. An advantage to your daughter is she's a type 1. And so your ability, the fact that she was left in the NICU and you connected, disconnected, connected, disconnected, will not be as deeply affecting on her as if she were a type 2. And even the other three types could have sustained this experience more than a type 2. It would have affected a type 2 baby more than a type 1. And what will create an issue is you're being worried there is an issue. That's number one. So dismiss the fact that there's things that are going to be issues and ask a prayer. And in that prayer, say, God, please help me to know if there's anything I should be aware of at any time in my daughter's life that I can help bring more balance to and support. Then you let it go. Because you've got to trust that God's going to put it in front of you and you're going to get those promptings and you're going to be inspired and say, I need to pay attention to this. But if you lead with trying to pay attention, you'll actually create things that are not necessary. So turn it over to God. Trust that you'll be inspired, that you are concerned. You want to make sure there's um, things you need to be aware of when they present and God will lead you in that. You will be prompted. And, again, uh, she's a type 1, and my sense is she's going to be okay because you know about her nature from such an early age. Interesting, though, that your water broke spontaneously. True True to your daughter's energy, your birth, and I hear this frequently, that it's common that a birth experience is very true to the type of the child. And my daughter Anne and I have blogged about her emergency C-section. You can find that on the Carol blog where her type 3 daughter came in with a swift, abrupt movement needing an emergency cesarean. And she feels that this little guy, it's a boy, that she's um, type 2 energy. We all feel and sense that. And it will be interesting to see how this delivery Plays out different labor and delivery differs in its experience. So you're okay. Everything's going to be okay. Let's go to our phone lines and see who's calling in today. If we've got any callers yet, um, I don't. We've got lots of callers that my producer. Oh, here we go. We've got. Uh, I'm going to give it a minute. I'm going to go to another email question. My producer is actively speaking with our callers. She'll let me know on my Um, on my switchboard when we've got a caller ready to go live. So let me go back to another email question. This mom writes, Hi, I'm a type 1 mom and I feel like I've learned to curb many of my impulses that would produce negative results. How do I help my 13-year-old type 1 son do this? Luckily, I know he's not being deliberately disobedient or sneaky. He just gets an idea and wants to act on it immediately. But sometimes those impulses are for things that aren't good, and I want him to be healthy and whole when it comes to those spur-of-the-moment things. Great phrase, spur-of-the-moment. Type 1 energy is very spur-of-the-moment. It's a great attribute to make sure that he is involved in things that allow his spur-of-the-moment action and movement. So what is he actively involved in that requires spur-of-the-moment thinking and spur-of-the-moment decisions? Make sure you what extracurricular activity could be in he involved in that allows for that function. I was talking to my um my Facebook assistant Lindsay and, and she'll get texts from me out of the blue and I've realized the role she plays in our company requires huge spur of the moment uh the to be able to in the spur of the moment move with my action because I'll be texting her especially with this new Facebook live channel feature that's been launched recently that um, we're kind of playing with it and seeing what's working. And she'll get a text from me out of the blue and I'll say, Lindsay, I'm going live on Facebook in, you know, 10 minutes. And it's her spur of the moment ability to function in the spur of the moment that I can do that with her. I would like overwhelm and stress out a type two in that role. So what roles can – this child be engaged in that support that spur of the moment. So there's an opportunity to be verbally rewarded. Thank you. Wow. You do that so well. That's amazing how you think, you know, you really can just show up that quickly. You're so adaptable, really appreciate how you can just in the spur of the moment, um, make a decision like that where what's happening in this child's life that you can, that they're functioning that way that can be verbally acknowledged and validated. And then where, then it makes it easier in the spaces that it's not an advantage that he's just, he learns the difference and says, okay, this experience requires a little more follow through a little more structure um, because every, every type one human being has, that functional ability as well, you know. So it's a balance. So let's go back to our phone line, see who we've got here calling in. I have a type 2 mom calling in, Tiffany. Hi Tiffany. Hi Carol, it is
0: a pleasure to talk to you. So thank you for taking thank my you. call. Um I just wanted I just wanted to share some neat feedback I got this weekend from your book. I it was my birthday and my mom, um, always writes a nice birthday note. She asked all my siblings and their wives. She always you know, for the birthday person, she asked for feedback from the year of things that they noticed or were grateful for. And um this one brother I have, he the feedback he gave was he was just so grateful that I was inspired to send the child whisper to to him and his wife. And I just one one night when I was reading I just felt like I have six brothers, and they all have families, and of course, my parents. I just sent, I ordered the books, and sent everyone a copy. And I'm not, I'm not a wealthy person, so it's not like I'm, I'm just buying things all the time from people and sending them to them. You right. Know, but I just felt like I should send these books, and so I, um, and my brother, he, he and his wife would read it, and he said first of all, it helped them in their marriage because he's a type one and she's a type four, and he said it was interesting yeah. reading it because it felt like it kind of was weird because it felt like there was there was things written that were directly from conversations that they would had in their home like it was just it was like someone had been (laughs) listening to them talking but and then they have a type four daughter and a type three daughter and he just said it totally changed how they look at people in general look at their children and this brother is very passionate about parenting and fathering and has just written a book even about being being a better father and really giving time for your kids but he was an accountant and really struggled in his job and being a type one. And, and all these things were just very liberating for him to realize Aww. he was trying to fit himself in a box that he didn't fit in and how, um, and I've given it, and I've had another brother that's, that he and his wife have read it. and felt like it was very helpful again in their relationship being a type four and a type one. <laughs> and, um, and not all my siblings have read it, but I thought it's interesting because, and then it was very validating to me to think, you know, when you learn, Truth and you understand um, things that are, are going to resonate for everyone. It is really neat to be able to share that with other people, and kind of yeah. it, it's like you learn something, and it's this ripple effect. And and so I've t- I I tell everyone about your work, and some people thank you. You know, they will really they'll really get into it and learn about it, and it's life changing for them. And some people they're not interested. They they don't you know
1: they're not in a place where they a, want to a, learn. I think it's a timing it's, timing
0: thing too. Exactly, you know, pain, I, I believe that
1: too. A, pain, pain's a great motivator, right? <laughs> so, I think, but I think it, it, it wasn't
0: to okay, to be in a place to let share me, that. So, let me ask I, you. I did, um,
1: oh, let me ahead. ask you your your method. Like, did you just send it with a note? Like, was it given in person? I'm curious because it's interesting when we love something so much and see such a vast change of its effect. We have a lot of value. We value it so much. We're afraid it'll get yes. rejected. We're yes. afraid to share it. If it's something, we just think, hey, check this out, you know. I don't care if you like it right. or not. Right, and I
0: will say, too, that sometimes, and you see this on Facebook, with when people are really passionate about something and they're posting all the time or talking all the time, yeah. that can really turn people off as well because they're just like, yeah. I am sick of sharing about this thing. So I actually, yeah. when I was giving it to them, I really – and I prayed before I wrote something. I just thought I want to I yeah. say this in the very best way, and and I just said – you know, I really felt inspired to um and prompted to, to send this book out to you all. Um, if it's not something you're interested in, that's fine. But if if it would be helpful to you then um then I hope you know, I, I it's been wonderful for me, so I hope it would be helpful for you. Yes uh, and so
1: now expectation. And,
0: just freely Right. Yeah. Right. Great. Right. And I've never and honestly, I, I, I haven't even followed up with people and said, Oh, so are you reading it? Are you reading? But the ones that read no, it, and actually the yeah. stutter he when he read it, he made a post to my family and said, "and said, oh my goodness, you guys, you should read this." So he he then became the person that was promoting it, which was kind of neat. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, but but I think it means something too when I told them that I was I really felt strongly about it, and then it, and then when yeah. I said that, this brother said, "thank you that you, were, you you felt that for us like we needed that in our lives right now." So I so, appreciate I that. Experience. Well, experience we to hear that. Yeah.
1: Well, I I want to. Um, gift you with another copy, so oh, I, I think, my, yeah, I'm sure there's someone else you're meant to give one to, so no, what, what I want you to do, people, like, I, I buy know, them copy. And, because part of it is I do you want to tell them to buy it, because I don't know if they will, so I'd rather just give it to them and say, you don't even need to go buy it, just go here, read this. I know, well, part of it is you see the, the dilemma they're having, and you, you see this this information would give, so should, yes.
0: And you know it's cut um, out and I can't
1: hear anything. Can oh, you can hear me? Back on. Yeah,
0: I can hear you now. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: just just um I think my producer's busy talking to other callers. So if you'll write in parenting at live your truth and just say hi, it's Tiffany. Carol gave me a copy of the child whisper and share your okay. um address and we'll make sure we okay. get that sent out to you. I'm excited that the, the next fortunate parent in your world that you're really being prompted, and and that's what I always say is, follow the spirit. Um, when it feels correct, it's easy to do. When it feels yeah, like you're efforting it and you have to do it, it doesn't it, it doesn't work well, you know. Follow the exactly. energy that's o- being opened for the opportunity. Yeah. So, thanks yeah. for sharing your experience with that. Yeah,
0: thank you for all the work you do.
1: You're welcome. Thanks. So we've got another email question that came in, to um, and we still have addressing your truth course to give away to a type. Well, you know I'm going to open this up. It, it could just be to any. You could have a type one child and you want the dressing your truth course. Prefer, you know, if it's a. I'm going to say boy or girl because uh, we've got both. We have dressing your truth for men and dressing your truth for women. So Stephanie, if you can hear me. Uh, the giveaway is to anyone that has a type 1 family member. They would like to share this with. could even be a mother, grandma, a uh, sister. So hope to give that away in the next few minutes so that we can share dressing your truth with more men, women and men of the world. This type 1 mom writes in, I have a 4-month-old determined type 3 baby girl. Recently, I went back to work, and ever since her sleep has been so broken up at night, she wakes up crying every two hours, where previously she was sleeping four hours She wakes up with a cry that's much more persistent and irritated than her usual one. We do all the things that used to work so well. Feed her, change her diaper, play music, and dance with her, but nothing really works. She might stop crying, but she'll be wide awake and she wants attention. We're exhausted. Her pediatrician says it's normal for babies her age to change sleep patterns. He says I'll probably sort it, it will probably sort itself out if we resist nursing and picking her up in the middle of the night altogether. But I'm not really comfortable with the, with the let her cry it out approach. Are we fa- failing to read her cues and meet her needs when it comes to bedtime? Is there a way we can all have a happy, restful night Soon, or do we really need to just wait it out and ignore her night crying till it gets better? Thanks for your insights, Carol. Hey, real quick before I answer that if you're calling in, you need to press the number one on your phone and that tells us on our switchboard that you want to you're you're calling in to win or you have a question for me and now they're all lighting up. And I apologize that I didn't say that earlier. You do need to press number one on your phone in order to get on the line with me. Oh, I'm in my type one space. little oversight on my part. Sorry about that. Back to the question. Um, My sense is she's picking up on, when you described what you're doing, she wakes up crying every two hours where she was previously sleeping for. Yes, most likely there's a sleep change pattern here. But, You're describing these activities, feed her, change her diaper, play music and dance with her, but nothing really works that well anymore. That's a lot of movement. That's a lot of type one movement. You're kind of activating her type three, engaging her, stimulating her rather than bringing her into a restful state. The brain waves affect our sleep patterns. When you stimulate a type 3 with engagement and activity, they're going to go into a beta brainwave. be able to go to sleep, your brainwaves slow down, go into alpha, beta, delta. You're always awake in a beta brainwave state. So you're going to want to try some different calming, you know, bringing the energy. From what you're telling me, you're bringing the energy up. It's stimulating your type 3 I sense that your baby's irritated with this movement. And there are some good materials on sleep training. Now, you have to, I can't, like, sign off on every approach because I do think it has to be catered to your child's type. If it's so contrary to your child's type, you may backfire. So any kind of... uh, Strap parenting strategy that for potty training, sleep training, please take into consideration does it completely ignore and is it completely contrary to your child's true nature. You need to be able to implement a certain degree of honoring their true nature in any of these behavioral approaches, training behavior and You're working with their neurology, with neural pathways, and you want these experiences to be positive rather than contrary so that they actually develop a neural reference that it's inviting, it's supportive rather than it's stressful. Because that's what's getting imprinted and patterned in these early days is parenting approaches contrary to a child's true nature with behavior training can create stressful neurological responses versus complimentary ones that they're welcoming, inviting, and supportive. Let's go back to our phone lines. Now we're really buzzing on the phone since I remembered to announce. Press type one. How funny. Press the Hi. number one. Ollie.
2: Hi. Are you are um, you are yes, me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> My name's
2: Nicole. And I'm calling I about know. my little four-year-old. He's almost four years old. Um, little we boy. We have to get
0: excited about you being the winner first. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, I'm a winner.
1: Awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you.
2: <gasps> I'm through. so thrilled. you so I, much. I
1: know she said you don't. You can't decide if you're a type one or a two, huh?
2: I know. I I think I'm a two with a strong, strong,
1: strong one. So, <laughs> Well, any time I hear the strong, strong, strong part, that says to me you probably weren't honored in your early childhood sufficiently, so you're defaulting to your secondary, and the way Possibly, you engaged me so quick with talking to me, you just, bam, you just got right into it. You were like, let's go. That was very type <laughs> one.
2: Yeah, well, I, when I have a, like, a thing that I want to do, I'm like, okay, let's get to it and let's go, so... Yep, just saying I don't
1: experience that with type 2 movement. Okay. Good. So. Okay, that helps. You're me. shy. So, I think you have a very animated voice as well with a high you your voice is a rising and falling. So, anytime it's very very common if you say a very strong strong strong, it's like, <gasps> don't know if it's safe to go there. Don't know if it's safe to be myself. Okay, I just have a really strong secondary and I'm like, well, unless you don't and it's really who you are oh <laughs> good good
2: thank you i've been trying that. to really figure out me because i finally figured out my little boy and so i'm trying to figure out me so thank you but um yeah let me ask you about him he's almost four and we we're really like he's a type one and we're trying we're really helping him with that but we have a hard time when he's transitioning from like leaving somewhere when he goes somewhere it's great it's a new party it's whatever like something's going on it doesn't matter if it's to the grocery store or to someone's house. It's just really cool, a big deal. But when we he leaves, I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's a type thing, but he just, like, turns on the waterworks and it's just so sad and says he didn't have fun and he doesn't want to leave and he doesn't want to come back, but I know he had the best time ever. And I'm wondering how I can help okay. him with that.
1: Let me let me ask you a couple questions. Now, in a setting where there's other mothers, to like he's at a friend's house, play date, whatever, most mm-hmm. likely, you're chatting with the mom, right?
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I'm doing
1: the whole "How is he
2: doing? How did he do?" and then and she's she's like maybe calling down the stairs. It, you know, it's time to go, and
1: then I have to go get him. Yeah, yeah. He, like, <laughs> we'll see what's happening. Though, is you're doing two things at once. Chat, chat, chat. Time to go. Chat, chat time to go. You're you're divided. Uh, okay. You're divided. Your attention's divided. So see, once you get distracted and go back to chat, 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 you probably play, play, play some more. Then you're like, come on, let's go. Just drag, chat, chat. You see, it's not consistent. This is what I talked about in five mistakes a type one mom can make is consistency. So socialize, be done with the chatting. Now it's time to go. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. See what I'm saying? Be consistent with that. It's, well, and one's kind of his. Leave. He's so he's getting kind of energetically jerked around here a little bit. Like, okay, what are we doing? You know, are we going? Are we staying? What are you doing? You know, and so create that consistency with the follow through of we're we're going to go now. So or okay, maybe that makes sense. He's usually pretty good when yeah when I've done that. So yeah. that makes and sense. maybe okay. I need two three minutes for him to wrap up his play. So do it with him. Stay on it. Oh, okay. Then you leave. Don't start okay. talking like again. You're leaving. Okay, thanks. Bye. See. Don't get engaged again when he's ready to leave because that's where you have led him to be ready to leave. Because he has to perfect stand there and watch you talk. That's going to be aggravating because, like, oh, my gosh, my he's, mother's talking again.
0: Yeah, I would have you
2: know? much
1: rather just been playing that whole time.
0: Yeah, I get that. Okay. Perfect.
1: Yeah, any child, it gets difficult. That's for another type when moms can, they get so engaged in their socializing and their kids need their attention, and you're kind of trying to take care of both, you know. But you're not giving the attention to the child that's required for that. So a child's mm-hmm. just sort of, and they pick up on that. My mother's really not paying attention to me. She's really more interested in talking to her friends. Perfect. So you Okay, know, that helps. There, with that. Yeah, and there's times when it's appropriate. You're talking to your friend, and it's like not, you know. We've told stories like this that uh, my producer, Steph, the Type Four, with the Type One child, and they play a game that the the dog. Maybe she can send me a note. What they call it, I can't remember. But she basically tells her daughter to um, bring it up again. They and then they'll, she'll come back to it. Okay. So the child knows we're going to come back to that. But right now, mommy's talking. So perfect. You know, no interrupting. So, yep, got it. We're going to come back to that. So, perfect. All right. Thanks okay. for calling in and have fun with your DMT you. course. Excited for you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah. You sound like a type one the way you're responding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, well, thank you. Go with that. Okay. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Time for one more quick caller. We've got Emily, a type 1 mom, on the line. And you have a 15-month-old climbing out of your crib. And a four-year-old daughter has a big energy in how to keep both safe. Yeah. How are you doing, Emily? Yeah, Emily, Emily oh, you need to go wonderful. to lunch. You need to go to lunch with your friends or somebody every week. You need an outlet. I do. I try. You don't don't give yourself outlets. Not consistently enough. This is where you need to be consistent on that thing, too. That's what I talked about in the five mistakes is that you won't honor your needs. You'll put other needs first, your children's needs, and then you aren't consistent with taking care of yourself, and you really need to get out, and your kids are just bugging you when you don't.
2: Yeah, I feel like our house is a little prison. I love them so much, but I I just yeah, yeah. have to get out every day,
1: <laughs> or it's all crazy. It's and they're a- actually yeah. Go ahead. Get out, get out without the kids though. Once a week. Yeah. You need well, an outlet. Oh, work on an it. And that's going to change this. It's gonna you're going to be able to manage their their um, behavioral needs, and that you burnout, or you're just like you don't have the reserve. And and you're just yeah. You get I go, 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 you're with with sand. You're with you get it, you're with sand because you're not nourishing your own needs. So my answer yeah, to you if is I, Yeah. If once I ever a get, week, out, get if, out.
2: Once a week. And every time I get out and I come back I am so happy to yes. see
1: them again. Schedule it. So wonderful. So schedule schedule it every week. I had to end our call. We're going off the air at Important for every type to nurture their own well being. We'll be back next week with the top five mistakes, or maybe not the top, but five common mistakes the type two mother makes. I'll be broadcasting simultaneously again on my Carol Tuttle Facebook page. So go to that page and like the page, facebook.com forward slash the Carol Puddle. And of course, join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Child Whisperer, and get involved in our parenting Facebook groups. They're fabulous. There's a private Facebook group for each of the four types of children where you can support each other, share your successes, get feedback, and helping being an amazing parent, which you already are because you're listening, and that says to me, you're amazing because you care, and you want to be supporting your child's true nature. One more announcement. I'm going to be speaking at the Winter Homeschool Conference in Ogden, Utah, on January 30th. If you go to the Child Whisper Facebook page, you'll see a video with a link to register for that. I am the keynote speaker. I'll be speaking at 9 a.m. with a meet and greet after. I'd love to meet you there. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. As a teacher, healer, speaker...
0: Best-selling author of The Child Whisperer and Mother of Five Children, Carol Tuttle is honored to help you take the power struggle out of parenting and better understand the children in your life. If you'd like Carol to answer your question, call in next time or email your question to parenting at Carol invites you to learn more about the four types of children at thechildwhisperer.com and connect with her at CarolBlog.com. If you haven't read The Child Whisperer yet, get your copy through The Child Whisperer website and enjoy happier, more successful, more
1: cooperative children.